Are you ready? ready. The, the biggest election show is about to hit your radio. It's Watching the Vote Hour. Coming to you live from the Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Watching the Vote Hour will be on all Raypower stations in Nigeria and Raypower FM 100.5 Abuja. We will be discussing the election and how citizens can participate with interesting guests to discuss and answer questions on the election. Every voter deserves to know how to participate in elections from informed perspective. So, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Let's talk elections. Watching the vote is brought to you by Yaga Africa and Raypower FM. Don't forget, 2 p.m. every Tuesday. Get involved. As we approach the 2023 elections, are you wondering if your votes will count? Well, there is a way to find out. Yaga Africa, through its Watching the Vote project, will be deploying citizen observers nationwide using a special election day observation methodology called the Parallel Vote Tabulation, PVT. Using the PVT, Yaga Africa's Watching the Vote will be providing information to citizens on the voting process and counting of results in polling units across Nigeria on election day. We will also be able to verify the accuracy of the election day result. So, what are you waiting for? Collect your PVC and get ready to vote. Your vote will surely make a difference. Watching the vote is for all Nigerians and beholden to none. For updates on the election, follow Yaga Africa via social media at Yaga, that's at Y-I-A-G-A. Ask your questions using the hashtag Watching the Vote. Send us a message on WhatsApp via 0903-800-7744. Watching the vote, making votes count. Good day to you, our great friend. Welcome to another great time on radio. Welcome to the biggest election program. On Raypa 100.5 FM, and the program is Watching the Vote R. My name is Oche Oteni. Great to have you join us. Are you ready? ready. The, the biggest election show is about to hit your radio. It's Watching the Vote Hour. Coming to you live from the Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Watching the Vote Hour will be on all Raypower stations in Nigeria and Raypower FM 100.5 Abuja. We will be discussing the election and how citizens can participate with interesting guests to discuss and answer questions on the election. Every voter deserves to know how to participate in elections from informed perspective. So, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Let's talk elections. Watching the vote is brought to you by Yaga Africa and Raypower FM. Don't forget, 2 p.m. every Tuesday. Get involved. Oh yes, this is the seventh edition already of Watching the Vote R on radio. And uh, it's going to be an interesting time. Now, Watching the Vote R is a citizen's platform for discussions on credible elections. The program is dedicated to discussions on the upcoming 2023 presidential elections and the importance of informed citizens' participation in the process. Watching the Vote R, uh, WTV, is a citizen-led election observation initiative of Yaga Africa aimed at enhancing the integrity of elections using technological tools for election observation. 
WTV is designed to promote credible elections and boost citizens' confidence in the electoral process through the provision of citizens' oversight on elections throughout the electoral cycle. Now, watching the vote is independent, non-partisan, and driven by citizens to provide accurate and timely information on the electoral process, deterring electoral fraud, and building confidence in the electoral process. Now, uh, WTVR is brought to you courtesy of Yaga Africa, working with its technical partner, National Democratic Institute, that is NDI, and support from the United States Agency for International Development, USAID, and UKAID. Do not forget that Yaga Africa has been observing the pre-election environment through its uh, long-term observers across, or across all local government areas nationwide for Election Day. Yaga Africa will deploy a special Election Day observation methodology called the Parallel Vote Tabulation PVT to observe the presidential election, which will enable Yaga Africa to provide citizens with timely information on the electoral process and to also verify the accuracy of the election results announced. Remember that last week we dealt with votes trading and this week we will be looking at something pretty intriguing. I'd like you to leave your doubt steady right here. When I'm back, I will introduce my guest and also the topic of discussion. I mean, she's all ready to thrill you with uh, a lot of good thoughts. Stay with us. Are you ready? The biggest election show is about to hit your radio. It's Watching the Vote Hour. Coming to you live from the Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Watching the Vote Hour will be on all Raypower stations in Nigeria and Raypower FM 100.5 Abuja. We will be discussing the election and how citizens can participate with interesting guests to discuss and answer questions on the election. Every voter deserves to know how to participate in elections from informed perspective. So, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Let's talk elections. Watching the vote is brought to you by Yaga Africa and Repower FM. Don't forget, 2 p.m. every Tuesday. Get involved. Glad to know you're still there. So our guest today is uh, a heavyweight when it comes to election matters. Uh, she's been observing elections for quite a while. And I'm um, talking about Sophia Bichi. She's Yaga Africa, Head of Knowledge Management and Learning. Great to have you, Sophia. Thanks for having me. Good afternoon. Yes, indeed. And today, our topic of discussion is today we'll be discussing emerging concerns going into the 2023 elections. Emerging concerns going into the 2023 uh, elections. Are there concerns? Now, it's 17 days to... The 2023 presidential elections, what are the emerging concerns according to Yaga Africa pre-election observation findings? Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, one of the top most concerns uh, is the fact that there are citizens that are still queuing up to collect their PVC. Okay. Um, we know that the collection of PVC will soon come to an end. Okay. And uh, one other concern is the issue around the location of pooling units. Uh, with the new polling units created, uh, our, our voters, our all voters, are aware of their new polling unit, especially okay. the ones that registered uh, in some in, in the last election. That's before the last election, 2019 elections, mm -hmm. uh, and voted in 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 
in voting points, most especially in locations like Apuja, okay. where there were few polling units before now, and at the creation of new polling units, there are lots and lots of number of polling units as compared to other states. So uh, this remains a major concern. And again, the ability and, and acceptability of the beavers, mm. a lot of wrong narrative around the beavers are flying all over the media telling people or some people uh, I learned that last week some people were trying to protest against the beavers mm. and if you agree with me a few months ago we've heard people going to court to challenge the use of the beavers mm. so the issue of misinformation is one of the things we need to deal with as we go into the, the 2023 election let's start with some of the concerns you've indeed stated uh, on the issue of uh, polling units uh, how do you think INEC should go about it uh, I think INEC should deploy steady strategic communication on this polling unit. I know that there are other initiatives. Because your PVC actually states your location. So, with the creation of this new polling unit, mm. people that are located at the new polling unit, that means the polling unit number might yes. change from the polling unit number that was on your PVC because you'll be moved to a new polling unit mm. because they were voting in some register points. So, in those cases, INEC needs to be deliberate in terms of its communication. Uh, we're also aware that INEC used to collect, during registration, collect uh, voters' uh, phone numbers, mm. especially voters that registered between 2019 mm. or 2018 till date. It might be easier for INEC to do broadcast messages. But voters that registered, for instance, in 2011, mm. we know that. Uh, it might be difficult because as of 2011, people have changed their phone numbers and some people were were, were, were using... Uh, I do not think I'm seeing the yes. same line. Yes, so line. these are some of the challenges I may have to deal with. But the commission should be consistent in its communication, deploying all communication tools and to ensure that voters have enough information about their location okay. to vote on election day ahead of the elections. This will also help... To, uh, to address issues around chaos that might lead to electoral violence on election day. Interesting indeed. Now, Yaga Africa observed the mock accreditation conducted by INEC. Uh, what were your findings? So, uh, first of all, uh, the mock was conducted in 436 locations, as INEC stated. That's half the number of the, almost half of the number of local government areas we have. Yes, almost half of the 774 mm. local mm. government areas we have. And INEC uh, deployment was a bit late, uh, as at 9 a.m., okay. uh, less than 50% of the polling units for the mock access were open. As at uh, about 11 a.m., we still had 11% of the polling units we observed that were yet to be open. And if you have been a keen observer of our electoral our elections, you agree with me that one of the major challenges INEC has always had in general elections mm. is uh, the issue of logistics. And if we're having a mock uh, or test run of in, in just 400 uh, in just 436 polling units, and we're still having challenges with deployment, mm. I think INEC needs to take this seriously so that the the, the negative narrative about election logistics should not come up in the new in, in the 2023 election. We know that a few months ago, INEC was celebrating the signing of MOU mm. with the National uh, Association of National Road Transport yeah. Workers. Yeah. We don't know how this will play out in the elections, but okay. this should be an election that will 
put a dead end to the issues and challenges around logistic deployment on election day and this is something I should take seriously. Even though it's a, a mock accreditation, it is expected that the entire process should be taken as if it's an election day procedure. We've seen INEC deploy four uh, ad hoc staff mm. with some g- good gender representation, at least one in every four ad hoc staff uh, deployed, which is also commendable. It's good that they deployed this number because people need to see what is expected to be seen on election day. Um, that's what we've seen basically. But uh, for there were there issues with the beavers? Yeah, there were no much issues with the beavers. Beavers malfunction is. Two percent of polling units that we okay. observe. Okay. Uh, this shows you that uh, beavers uh, for the mock accreditation really work. And we've also seen beavers deployed to all the centers. Of course, it's expected to be deployed to all centers. So these are some of the feedback we've seen. Uh, the only thing we could say is that uh, not all polling units uploaded to the IREF. Okay. Um, I know that uh, it's just about seven states, about six states that are related to the IRF. The INEC result viewing portal. Okay. Yes, which is also part of the business process of election uh, on election day. Okay. So INEC should consistently remind their uh, uh, polling officials to ensure that election results are snapped and sent to the portal on election day. What we've also noticed is that. From the results uploaded to the IRF, some results were blurred, some results were not clear. And this has this is consistent with the challenges observed in Equity and Ocean 2022 mm-hmm. governorship elections, where results snapped and sent to uploaded to IRF are not clear. I need to train it ad hoc officials and ensure that this is done properly. We want to believe that this is a small exercise and despite being small as uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 an exercise out of this 170-something thousand polling units, this is done in just 436 and we are already identifying these challenges. So I should take this feedback very seriously because one of the game changers to this election will be result, uh, will be the results sent to the IRF portal and we hope that the IRF portal will work optimally on election day. Interesting indeed. Now, talking about the readiness of uh, INEC, how ready do you think INEC is for the 2023 elections? Because we've heard the boss say there will be no shift for the dates and all. Yeah, I think w- it, w- it will be exciting to see that uh, after three successive elections, elections mm. is not, <laughs> our presidential elections or general elections is not removed. It will be very exciting to see that. Uh, but to talk about INEC's readiness, I don't think uh, I or anyone is in a good position to say that other than INEC itself. And this is where we also encourage INEC to be honest to itself and to Nigerians uh, to avoid what happened in 2019 where few of the elections, the elections were moved, despite the fact that stakeholders kept acting INEC if they are ready for the elections. And with some of the new provisions in the Electoral Act that ensures that the funds are disbursed early Mm. to INEC, even though we know that the Act was was, was, was we signed, even heard the was, president say that he has made all the provisions that INEC would need. Yeah, we know that uh, the, the the act was just signed last year, mm-hmm. but we ensure we we, 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 we we encourage INEC to ensure that uh, they take advantage of some of the provisions that the president mentioned mm-hmm. he has provided. Since INEC didn't come out to debunk the statement from the president to ensure that issues around logistics are sorted out way before election period and to mm-hmm. avoid the stigma of saying that Nigerian elections are always being moved and even the narratives that are going on 
uh, in the public in in the media space uh both new uh, both, both social media and other mm. space saying that the elections will be moved and these are some of the narratives that could also discourage people from participating in the elections interesting so you've mentioned logistics uh, while you were analyzing some of the concerns now what issues do you think INEC needs to address before this election I know the logistics is one of them yeah so it's deployment of non-sensitive materials okay. as well as sensitive materials that has always been a challenge and if you observe 2019 election of our kids mm. and there were lots of challenges our situation where some observer groups could not get the full of uh, observer kids okay. uh, in some state while they were able to get some or path in some states okay. so I need to sit down and we believe I know this is not even the time to tell I know what to do because I know is expected to have done its own review of past elections to see where are the loopholes where are the weak points and what can they do or what to, to, to in order to fill in the gap mm. I next is should be at the position of doing not thinking mm. and not planning because all plans should be uh, yeah, expected to be on paper so these are some of the, some of the things we will always encourage we will continue to hit uh, to, 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 to say okay. to INEC to say mm. that INEC you need to ensure that issues of postponement of elections issues of logistics okay. should not be a norm in our electoral process hmm. interesting indeed now um, I was around the Cairo office I think on Saturday and I noticed quite a number of persons did not collect their PVCs but the date is closed though uh, for those who have collected their PVCs what is your next advice to them yeah, our advice is that they should go out and vote on election day uh, Gone are those days of uh, where voters use PVCs as as their as a means of identification. Mm. Now a lot of people use NIMSI as a means of identification. Yeah. Voters should deploy their voting right on election day. Go out and vote. We know the challenges some voters went through in order to access their PVCs. Mm. Some had to visit INEC offices more than once or more than twice to ensure okay. that they get their PVCs. So why waste those struggles. Yeah, Why not ensure that you, you 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 select a candidate of your choice? Interesting indeed. Well, like we told you earlier, you are an integral part of the show. I'm talking to you now, dear listener. And you can be part of the conversation this lovely, lovely uh, Tuesday afternoon. The program is still uh, the WTVR and of course it's the seventh edition. Today's edition we're looking at 2023 elections and emerging concerns. Uh, you are there to collect your PVC. Have you noticed a concern that you really want to bring up and uh, you want us to talk about this lovely afternoon? The numbers again to dial to be part of the conversation still remain 0818-4270-287 or 0818-4270-265. Or better still, you can send us a WhatsApp message or even dial that line 09060745. What are some of these concerns that you have and you really want us to ponder about? And uh, I have an experienced hand here who is indeed going to dissect some of your concerns and we'll find a way forward. 0818 4270287 or 0818. 4270265. Those are the numbers to dial. Okay, we have a caller here. Hello, good afternoon. 
Hello? Hello? Yes, good afternoon. Let's meet you. What's your name? Hello? Oh dear, you may have to call us back. But last week, um, sorry to take you just a bit uh, to our last edition. We, we had a call, uh, we had a text rather, on this same number. And the person was complaining about vote trading, that it's not possible to take out vote trading from our elections in Nigeria. But just before you answer that, let's take this call. Hello? Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, let's meet you. Jack. Your name is? Jack from Ogun State. Okay, talk to us. Okay. Um, we have been, been hearing so many, many, many programs. But my own concern is the falsification of results. Hello, Yats. Okay, if I got him clearly, he said falsification of results. Most times, uh, what people see at the polling units is not the same results we hear at the end of the day. How can INEC address this? Yeah, I think the introduction of the INEC result uh, portal, the IRF portal, and the backing uh, this procedure has from the Electoral Act, uh, has got, will go a long way to addressing this. Okay. Uh, we've seen that uh, because election results will be snapped and sent from the polling unit. Okay. And the law provides that in a, in an event where there's a contest on the result from that polling unit, the one sent to the portal, to uh, the, e, if, e, e, the, e, the one that is electronically transmitted mm. will take more precedence. So even if the people change or those uh, or the perpetrators change the results on the way on their way to uh, collision centers. If there's if there's a if there if there's a, a contest on the result from those pooling units, uh, the ones that is being snapped and sent immediately okay. will take precedence. Let's take this next call. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Zero eight one eight four two seven zero two eight seven or zero eight one eight four two seven zero two six five or better still you can call this other line zero nine zero six thousand seventy forty five zero nine zero six thousand seventy forty five or you can call the studio lines which are zero eight one eight four two seven zero two eight seven or zero eight one eight four two seven zero two six five. Hello, good afternoon. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, can you hear me? Oh yes, I can now. Talk to us. Yeah, so how about persons who have difficulty getting their card because they are COVID So I went to get mine and I was told that uh, if I'm not with my temporal motorcycle, then I won't get uh, a test for And I printed out uh, my information from um, uh, so you went to get your PVC. What did they tell you? Yeah. What? You went to get your PVC. What were you told? Yes, I was. I went to get it, but I wasn't given. Okay, what was the reason? That I don't have my camera. Okay. Where's your location and your name? You didn't tell us. Uh, I'm a Hello? 
Kiamaka from Ikorodu. Kiamaka from Ikorodu. Okay. Halidi, talk to us. You heard her. Yes, uh, even though she wasn't clear, she said she wasn't given because her PVCs, she doesn't have a TVC mm. or something. Unfortunately, the process has come to an end. Mm-hmm. There's nothing uh, we can see, but we always encourage people, even if INEC, whether there's a window or not, window before the elections, after yeah. the election, go get your PVCs. There are other elections that may allow you to collect your PVCs and may allow you to, to vote on election day. You were also asking a question around from last week. I don't yes. know if you can come. come uh, it's not possible for us to do without vote trading. That it has come to stay in Nigeria politics, whether we like it or not. No, I, I personally think is is the decision of the voter. For every trading, there must be a buyer and a seller. Even if you're ready to sell, if there's no buyer, there's nothing you can do. Mm. Whether you're ready to buy and there's no seller, there's nothing you can do. Okay. So it's the decision of the voters to decide whether they want to sell their votes or not. So I think it will reach a point that when 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 when, when voters get angry at their situation, uh, at, at 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 the situation of things, they might they will not agree to sell their rights. And we've seen some elections that have gone the other way around. It's not the biggest uh, bidder that wins mm-hmm. the elections. We've seen people, uh, even from the twenty nineteen elections, we've seen yes. young people that did not do not have enough money beating people that are very rich on the. Okay. Okay, go on. Yeah, on the, on the, on the race. Okay, interesting. Yeah. We have another caller here. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Can you hear me? Hello, good afternoon. Okay, the numbers again are zero eight one eight four two seven zero two eight seven or zero eight one eight. Four two seven zero two six five, and today on the show we are looking at emerging concerns going into the twenty twenty three elections. It's just seventeen days away. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Great to have you. Let's meet you. Hey, uh, thanks for Garaki. You said your name is. Hello. Yes, Frank from Garaki. All right, Frank from Garaki, talk to us. Please, I uh, I got my PVC at. Um... Hello, Frank. Okay, I don't know what's wrong with our network this afternoon, but you can dial the number zero nine zero six thousand seventy forty five, zero nine zero six thousand seventy forty five, and uh, you can of course be part of the conversation. Zero nine zero six thousand seventy forty five. That's that is zero nine zero six zero 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 seven zero four five. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Okay. Hello, good afternoon. Oh dear. So. Just before I welcome you in again, let's welcome this next call. Hello, good afternoon. Hello. Network is not so friendly this afternoon on the show. Uh, but you can try the studio line, which is 090-6070-45. And here we go. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great to have you. Let's meet you. You say what? Let's meet you. What's your name and location? Oh, 
Hello, Mr. Ali. Hi, 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 Mr.
see those that were eligible to vote. Hello? Hello? Yeah? Great to have you. Let's meet you. What's your name? Oh dear. We have another caller. Hello, good afternoon. Oh no. The numbers again to dial to be part of the conversation is 0818-4270-287. And here we go. Hello, good afternoon. Great to have you. Let's meet you. What's your name and location? Hello? Hello, good afternoon, sir. Yes, great to have you. Let's meet you. What's your name and location? Yes, this is Enokela Samuel calling from Kujiria, Kansu, sir. All right, talk to us, Enokela. Even as I'm talking to you now, my own is not yet be found in a INEC office in Kuji. Okay. And so many people are complaining about that PVC. But have not you been there? Yes, yes, several times. Okay. Let's allow our guest here react to that. I think it's, uh, it's for advocacy organizations like us to take note of this and mm. still go back to INEC and see what INEC can do. Uh, with such challenges, we've done that before, especially now that people are ready to vote because without their voters, they can't vote on election day, and that's uh, somewhat disenfranchising them on election day. Okay. So uh, we can't distribute the PVCs, but we'll encourage, continue to talk to INEC and tell them that Nigerians are still crying and calling for uh, for them to an extension ensure that sort of. uh, their their PVC gets to them. Okay. Even though we on okay. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great to have you. What's your name and location? Okay, my name is Tony Anele. I'm calling you from Ijagamo. Okay, talk to us. Okay, please before I proceed, my appeal to INEC, I know they've been trying their level best to see that uh, the election goes uh, free and fair. So my appeal to them in terms of uh, registration is that they alienate so many communities with this idea of registering only at local government level and their wards. The way these uh, some towns are located, like uh, Ijagemo case, you have to pay not less than 3000 from Ijagemo or to Ijagemo located, sorry. Ijagemo is after Ijegunvia Ikotun. So but okay. the local That's government the headquarters is at Ojo. You know how many times you have to, how many towns you will pass before getting to Ojo. So the elderly, the vulnerable, and the weak. So they will find it difficult to get to local government headquarters to do that. I know I experienced that of 1976-1983. So this idea of registering only at local government was not there. The people were being met at their polling units. So. Registration then was very easy. Even this idea of a card uh, distribution, if it was done at that uh, unit, that is uh, at polling unit level, the idea of distribution would have been very smooth and uh, fair. So in case of NESA, I know that we have uh, gone past that. Okay. So the other appeal I am making is, you remember on election day, or few days before election, they will say INEC has uh, deployed uh, all those uh, logistics. Yeah. to all the necessary areas. But lo and behold, on election day, it will still be reported that materials came very late. So what is INEC doing to ensure that uh, we will not have uh, such problem? Again, during uh, 
um, collection of results, it takes so long before it is done here. And okay. in that in that case, there are times that man manipulation or there's fear of uh, manipulation. So the idea of uh, I, I, during uh, collation, they will say they will go on break. I know some human factors can set in. What can they do to ensure that there's no delay, especially now that they are going to deploy beavers? to ensure that results are released promptly. So if they do that, I know that there's going to be a lot of improvement. That's my one. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you indeed. With the introduction of IRF, I believe uh, there will be plenty of improvement. Yes, we believe that the election result management system will improve. Even though we also encourage INEC to ensure that all the necessary uh, infrastructure, the enough bandwidth should be provided for the IRF to avoid slow uh, associated with the IRF. Also, you, you did mention that during the accreditation, uh, the mock accreditation conducted by INEC, there were some report sheets that were not so clear. Yes, so INEC, uh, INEC staff that manned the pooling unit during the mock accreditation did not snap clear pictures to upload to the, um, to the portal, which defeats the essence of the portal because okay. at the end of the day, when you have access to results sheet that you can't read what is on the results sheet, then there's no value in whatever you're doing. Okay. Yeah. All right. 0818-427-0287. And here we go. Hello. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Chair. Yes, sir. Let's meet you. What's your name? My name is Ben, calling from Asakoro. Okay. Talk to us. Okay. Concerning this, uh, this uh, PVC. I collected my PVC 2011. After some time, I lost it, but luckily I found it again. So I want to know: is it uh, is it still useful? The one I collected 2011. Can I still use it to vote in this 2023 election? That's my question. Okay. Can he yet use his PVC since 2011? In, in 2011, there was no PVC. It was TVC they used. Okay. But ahead of 2015 elections, that was when PVC was newly introduced. What I can say is that if, as a registered voter in 2011, that was, uh, that was, yeah, 2011, that was around, around, in 20, 2010, I think the registration started in 2010 or 20, 2011, okay. around January, around January, February, his registration is still valid. If that was when he registered, that was in 2011, his registration is still valid. But about PVC, I know that there was no distribution, and that's why we went to the, into the elections without PVC. Mm -hmm. It was a TVC. So if he has a TVC, then he's expected to go and clean his PVC from INEC offices. Okay, let's take two more calls, and as we wrap up the show this lovely afternoon. Hello? Hello? Yes, great to have you. Let's meet you. Hello? Yes, what's your name and location? Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Not again. 0818-427-0287 or 0818-427-0265. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great to have you. Let's meet you. Hello? Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great to have you. Your yeah. name and location, please. 
Thank you very much. I'm Ifoma calling from Kurudu. Uh, I want to find out. I did transfer, you know, from Wusetu to Karo site. Then at the Karo site, I collected my PVC. Then we moved over to Gidamangoro, you know, and uh, I did transfer to Gidamangoro, but I've not been able, when, when I went to the INEC office, they were not able to give me my PVC because they said it wasn't ready. But when I checked through the INEC uh, uh, registration, my name is uh, already at uh, Gida Mango, and I'm still having a carocyte uh, PVC. So what do I do? Can I vote? Very vital question there. Okay. Uh, the challenge she's going to have is that her pulling unit details has been moved to a new location. Yes. So she cannot vote in the new location, in the old location, because yeah. her pulling unit details has been moved to the new location. Mm. What she would have done is to ensure that she collects her PVC. Again, this is not within her own powers. It's within the powers of INEC. And this is a challenge others are having with not having their PVC. Germany issues. Because without your PVC, you cannot vote on election day. Mm. Yeah. But luckily, her transfer has been effected twice. And this is what all, all other listeners should learn from her. She moved, instead of registering afresh, she went to register to to write a uh, request for transfer of her address from one location to the other. Interesting. Okay, so as we wrap up the show, let's take in one more call. And that will be it for today's edition of the program. And here we go. Hello, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Okay, it's counting, but I can't hear you. Hello, good afternoon. Can you hear me? Uh, uh, Mr. Prince, I was the one that called it. What is on my card is Butter's card, not not the TVC. I, okay. It's Butter's card. It's the card itself. Okay, okay. So, can I use it to vote? Okay, it's the card itself. That's his question. The person who called earlier, and he said he registered about 2011. Yeah, if it is his a permanent voter's card, he can use it to vote. Interesting. Yeah, it has not expired. Permanent voter's card do not expire, except I initiate a new registration system. It has not expired. So long as you're registered in 2011 till date, between 2011 till date, your registration is valid, your voter's card should be valid as well. Interesting. So as we wrap up the show, many more concerns will come up. What is your advice to INEC and what is your advice to the general public as well? Yeah, to INEC is to ensure that all that is needed to be done, logistic-wise especially, should be put in place before the elections. And INEC should avoid avoid uh, undue uh, postponement of elections like we've had in the past. For voters, it's time for us to make the change. You don't need to sit back and complain uh, around governance and other issues. This is the time for you to demand accountability by going to the polls and and, and voting for the person for for your choice. So this is what we will we'll continue to tell voters and we we'll encourage them to come out in mass and vote on election day. Hmm, interesting. And that was Safia Bichi. She is Yaga Africa Head of Knowledge Management and Learning. Great to have you, truly. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much.
Okay, remember that Yaga Africa will be observing the 2023 presidential elections by deploying the parallel vote tabulation PVT methodology, which uses statistics and information and communication technology, that is ICT, to provide systematic data on the quality of election day processes, while also verifying the accuracy of the official results. WTVR will be live on Raypar stations nationwide every Tuesday at 2 p.m. as a platform for citizens' engagement on the elections with interesting guests and conversations on the elections. I know you had a great time with Safiya Bichi. Next week, we'll present another great personality. The show will be nothing without the listeners across Nigeria. So Yaga Africa invites you to stay tuned as we work together to promote credible elections in the state. Now, WTVR is brought to you by Yaga Africa and her partners, NDI, USAID, and UKAID. Now, remember that for more information, you can indeed check www.watchingthevote.org or you can visit uh, our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash Yaga. Twitter handle is at Yaga. Yaga is spelled Y-I-A-G-A. And for further concerns, maybe you had other concerns that we are not able to tackle this lovely afternoon. You can send your concerns and uh, updates to 090-38-007744. That is 090-38-007744. My name is Oche Utenia and it's been lovely having you at the other side of the radio. Stay with us. Nigeria's original independent radio station.